Welcome to the Rhino Daily Podcast, the daily podcast for sharp entrepreneurs. You'll hear insights and ideas from the world's top entrepreneurs and thought leaders designed to help you increase your profits and improve your lifestyle. Now, now here's your host, Steve Cypress. advertising, the marketing, the sales stuff with how pretty it looks uh, because they're they're sold into that. They're convinced by people selling pretty stuff. Like you got to have a logo. You know, I'll, I'll make you up a pretty, a good looking website, good looking brochures. And, you know, I, I'd r- much rather have it make money than be good looking. Sometimes you can do both. And sometimes you want to uh, have it purposely look as not good looking as possible. And uh, I'll tell you why, and I'll share the example today. It's because very often, and if you remember or if you pay attention going forward to the own, your, your own mail that you receive in your business or even at home, that uh, things, uh, mailings that you receive from uh, like the government or manufacturers, companies that where they don't think that what they're sending you has anything to do with sales or marketing. They just think it's some kind of a, you know, official notice. Uh, often that is just but ugly. And so here is a way to capitalize on that. That's what this garage door company is attempting to do. So they're mailing out a tiny regular four by six postcard, which normally, of course, especially if you pay attention to what I teach or what works, which is both the same thing, but it doesn't have to come from me. If you uh, pay attention to anybody teaching what works, of course, you always want to send large postcards so you have more space to put more selling information on, more words, more pictures, more testimonials, more whatever it is that's going to help you sell. The smaller the postcard, the less room you have to sell. So, And, and not to mention, uh, the, the more of a chance it doesn't stick out at all. In fact, this might get lost in the sauce with another, another couple of envelopes or with a, uh, uh, you know, like a clipper coupon magazine or something like that, just get tossed. I mean, this is tiny, not noticeable, therefore ugly, ineffective, and therefore used by the government, by manufacturers, by and by people who just don't know what they're doing with their advertising and sales stuff. Uh, so right away, the size and the fact that it's just black on white. So there's one way right away that they're making it ugly they're using just black on white lots of white space also of course stupid if you're looking to influence uh, sell whatever you want to call it Uh, again black on white not a lot of attention getting there's a telltale sign here they made sure to put their logo in all the glory of full color so at least they they wanted that to come out full color otherwise they wanted to make it look like it's but ugly, so it is, quote, official, like an official government notice or an official warranty notice from a manufacturer or a, um, what do they call it, a recall notice from a manufacturer. Hey, you need to take your car into the dealer, but it would be an ugly notice because it's just an official notice. So here's what they're attempting to do is get you to take action because to make you believe 
without saying it outright and being misleading. That would be not ethical, moral, possibly not even legal, and possibly run afoul of the company that that does manufacture whatever it is you're trying to put out an official warranty notice on. I uh, did that with a client years ago, actually, wildly successful, made tons and tons of money, but uh, he could never repeat it because he did get a uh, cease and desist type of thanks but no thanks letter from the manufacturer saying, yeah, I see what you did and I appreciate it. I know you've been a dealer with us for years, but you can't send out anything that even hints at an official warranty notice from us to your customer list that happens to own this item from that manufacturer. So somebody tattled on him, somebody didn't like it, and or maybe one of his pieces actually that somebody that owned that uh, uh, certain brand of that item actually also worked for the company and said, yeah, this is a no-no. So he made a ton of money on it, but he got a little slap on the wrist, a little no-no, probably done with a big smile because the company likes when their authorized dealers make a ton of money. Um, but they probably said, you know, we love the fact that he's been being innovative and he's doing something that works and he's repairing a lot of motorcycles and keeping them in tip-top shape. But we just got to slap him on the wrist officially that he can't even hint that this is a warranty notice. So I noticed here this one does not hint uh, that it's a warranty notice coming from the manufacturer. They put the return address of their company right away. So there it is, it's coming from this garage door company, and there's the logo on the bottom right, which is the right way to do it. Put your logo on the bottom right of their company. So clearly it's not a manufactured notice, but the rest of it just looks like some boring, bogus, crappy, ugly official notice you would receive from a manufacturer or from the government. So without saying it outright, without really being misleading, the recipient believes wow, this is some official notice. I Number one, I should read it. And number two, I should act on it. So just like when you get, if you ever do, get a recall notice on a car that you own, you see this kind of butt ugly. I mean, this is, talk about ugly. It's done in all caps. Oh my goodness. Violating as many rules as they can about effective advertising and marketing. I'm putting this in all caps. Very difficult to read and... Uh, and just ugly and terrible and you would never make your message so difficult to read by putting it in all caps justify fully justified on both sides just a big block of text and it's just ugly how about this reverse test of text at the top white on black that's a no-no you don't want to use that in your advertising and marketing that stops the eye right there and it stops the flow of the eye continuing to go down the page and read the rest. So all these elements making it but ugly, small postcard, that violates a rule, all caps violates a rule, one big block of text violates a rule, uh, putting a reverse text up there violates a rule. So violating lots of rules to make it seem like this is so ugly it couldn't possibly be trying to sell you something. Clearly it's for your own good, just like a recall notice, it's for your own good to take action on this, or a notice from a government or a law firm about a class action suit, and hey, if you want in on the lawsuit, here's what you have to do. This is ugly type of, type of stuff to get you to take action, believing, geez, I better take action on this. So it says, RE, Garage Door Preventative Maintenance, save $39, and they type it out. 
like you do when you write out on a check. $39.00, and then they put the 39 number. So again, who does that? Types it up, makes it look official. This is supposed to seem like it's official, and it expires on October 15th, 2020. So it has that, that urgency to it, the expiration date. But, you know, look at the copy here. As a courtesy, we are reminding you that it's time for a garage door preventative maintenance, which is recommended to be done annually. Now, they didn't go over the line here by saying, which is recommended by the manufacturer. The manufacturer, again, could have slapped them on the wrist, and they want to use this all the time. But look what they said. As a courtesy, we're reminding you that it's time for garage door preventative maintenance. See, they're, they're looking to be unsalesy. It's the very, this is the approach where it's so ugly that it's the very opposite of salesy. So that they even say, we're not looking to sell you on doing garage door maintenance. We're, as a courtesy, we're reminding you. This assures your garage door is working properly and will enhance the life of the door. Use this voucher to save $39 on our garage door preventative maintenance service. Our standard charge is $219 for this service. So on top of everything, talk about not selling well. It's an extremely resistible offer. $39 off on a $219 charge. It's still going to cost me $180. And it says right there, redeem this voucher before it expires. I appreciate the urgency. And your cost is reduced to $180. So your cost is reduced. Ingenious again, subtle, but did you catch it there? Your cost is reduced, not like we're selling you a service where you'll pay $180. No, we're reducing your cost because this is just something you just should do. We're reminding you. It's just something you pretty much got to do. And then they add in, in many cases, failure to properly maintain your garage door and opener can result in avoided warranty. See? We're reminding you for your own benefit so you don't void the warranty and uh, and it is recommended maintenance, uh, suggesting it's recommended by the manufacturer, but they don't name any manufacturer on here and they don't even know the manufacturer of my garage doors. Now, we happen to have, here's the thing, we happen to have free garage doors. Uh, and it says right on here, um, only one voucher per household. Only one voucher per household. Well, we have free garage doors here. Are they actually really trying to tell me that I can only get the discount one of them? So I'm going to have to pay 219 for two of them. That's 438. We'll say 440, and 180 on the other one. 618 dollars. So I'm going to have to pay 1618 bucks. Six 618 bucks just to get you to check my garage door, put a piece of a little bit of oil on it and say it's working fine. Like, thanks, but no thanks. Like, I'm not falling for this, but maybe some people are. And, uh, and I see these all the time, not just from this company. And like I said, I've used them with my clients. So uh, if it didn't work, I wouldn't keep using it. So this is when ugly works. Now, if you're mailing out a mailer and you do lots of effective tactics, but you use a tiny four by six postcard, eh, that's a mistake. If you use lots of effective tactics, but your headline is on reverse text, white on black, eh, big mistake. If you do a lot of things right, but you use all caps, big mistake, or one big block of text, big mistake. But when you use them all together, 
or a lot of white space on the other side. These were all big mistakes. When you use these all together, all these mistakes together, again, bottom line, make it seem like you can't possibly be trying to sell me something because this is the worst attempt to sell me something. So it really must be for my benefit, just must be an official notice and I better take action on it. Mary, better write the old check for $638 because you see it's just some official thing that we just gotta do. So that's the idea. If you're gonna do ugly, you gotta go all the way. You can't say, and it must have pained the marketing person that sent this out to say, wow, can we make it uglier? Oh, I know. Let's use reverse text and put the headline white on black. What else can we do to make it even uglier? I know one big block of text in all caps, nothing on the other side, lots of white space. Like, yeah, how about the logo? The logo should be black. Like, no, oops, no, that we got to put in color. That that had to be, in my experience, the owner of the company arguing with the marketing person saying, no, no, I want to see my logo in color. So they, they, they bent to the desire, to the excellent advice of the marketing expert to say, make this totally ugly and you make a lot of money, but they neutered it a little bit by saying, no, I insist to pay for color on one side just because my logo, which means nothing to the buyer and hurts the whole, this is an official notice, uh, hurts the whole thing. So it hurt response, uh, I, I can just tell you from experience, to mess it all up with color, but I have a feeling it didn't mess it up totally. So instead of getting like a 50 or an 80 to one ROI on this piece, probably got about a 15 or 20 to one ROI. And the owner thinks that's fantastic and he's thrilled and he's happy. Could he have tripled his response by not doing the old vanity play of having to see his logo in color? Of course he could have, but uh, I'm guessing that was the owner's decision to say, no, I have to have my, my logo in color. That's my logo. Pay a lot of money for that. See, it's the green means this, and the red means that, and nobody cares. And there's even some little words in that circle there that I can't read, and you probably can't see it if I hold it up close. Oh, now you can. What does that say? Uh, I can't read it. But whatever. Oh, master. Master contract or master something some kind of seal of approval by somebody in his logo and he insisted they be in green. Now, maybe, now that I think about it, if this is a seal from some company, maybe they paid for the postcard, which what with what's known as co-op dollars. But they insisted we're only gonna give you the co-op dollars if you print that seal in color. Maybe that's why they did. Either way, it doesn't matter why, the whole butt ugly thing works great. Ruining it with a little bit of color hurts the ROI, but not enough that I still believe that didn't hurt it enough, this still made money. So there you go, there's an example of a bunch of ugly stuff. When you use it all together and you go all out, it can work. If you just use one or two of these ugly elements, uh, you're uh, being foolish. All right, let's go to the questions, comments, concerns. I see one popping up from Phil. How are you, Phil? Do you think the garage door company would have gotten higher response had it used yellow stock with black copy? That's ugly on steroids, possibly. Possibly yellow stock, uh, you know, worth a test. I always say worth a test. So you send out some of them on white, some on yellow. Let's see which ones you get better response. Got to be a sizable enough sample, enough of a number, and you probably want to do it for 
two, three months to get a good result. But I love your thinking, Phil. Always be testing. Test the yellow, although I have to say. Uh, so maybe I got to rephrase it. It's not that this is all these elements make it ugly. All these elements make it plain. I guess that's a better word. Instead of ugly, plain, other than, again, the color, which ruins the plainness. But the fact that it's plain, black and white, reverse text, all caps, so a lot of white space, big block, no, not a lot of formatting and layout, design work going on here. So it's very plain. Plain screams like it's some kind of official government thing. You know, I got this in the mail here. I'm getting overloaded with all kinds of ridiculous political mailing. We, we're in a swing state here, so we have the presidential election, and we have a Senate election. So everybody's, you know, telling you everyone else is lying, and they suck, and they're bad, and this is terrible. And, and uh, But we're getting a ton of stuff. So this re I recently received this. You can see whoppingly big postcards, political postcards. Believe me, the billionaire donors that pay for all this stuff that have a lot to gain, uh, you know, Americans don't have anything to gain from any politician, but the big donors have a lot to gain, so they put a lot of money, and therefore, of course, they use direct mail. But look what I also received. I also received my official election material thing here, right? And so you can see, again, plain. Instead of uh, use the word ugly, I have to say plain, black and white, and just big block letters. This is official stuff from the official... Arizona Secretary of State General Election Publicity Pamphlet in all caps, right? It's all caps, but ugly. Cover, they actually made it a little less plain by putting a little black and white graphic work in a, you know, maybe the seal of the state or the logo of the state in the middle there. Uh, but otherwise, you know, black and white. So that's my answer to you, Phil. I guess uh, maybe I described it wrong. Uh, yellow and black might be uglier, but it's not plainer. Black and white is just as plain as it gets, right? I'm just going to print black on white like a newspaper, like, uh, like, you know, like this. This whole thing, there's not a spot of color, I'm sure, in this whole thing. Every page is just black on white, black on white, plain, coming from a state, official type of thing. That's the idea. So if you're going to use the plain look, go all out. And as P.T. Barnum once said, you can feel, you can fool all the people some of the time. So they might believe, gee, this is, you're just reminding me for my own benefit. Where do I write the check? <laughs> all right, and that's it. Thank you, Phil. Thanks, everyone else, being here live, watching on the replay. That'll do it for Direct Mail Monday, September 28th. I will be back tomorrow on Topical Tuesday. And all I can tell you is uh, what topic is going to be topical tomorrow. Well, I'll give you a hint. The regular season's over. The playoffs are over. And tomorrow is the World Series. I'm sorry, the Super Bowl of this political season. It is the first debate, the heavyweight championship fight between these two ridiculous old guys running for office. It is going to be something. I'm going to give you my two cents on uh, what to look for and what's going on in this ridiculous debate.
that uh, hopefully is going to be entertaining and a lot of fun. And uh, I will bring that to you tomorrow on Topical Tuesday. Catch you then over and out for today. Thanks for being here. Catch you tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today on the Rhino Daily Podcast, the daily podcast for sharp entrepreneurs hosted by Steve Cypress. Join us tomorrow for another exciting episode designed to help you increase your profits and improve your lifestyle. Also, go to rhinodaily.com for more great business exploding tips, strategies, and tactics from the world's top experts. Plus, snag your free copy of Money Making